Hello. Okay. <laughs> check, 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 check. <clears throat> Sorry. Honest, open, and vulnerable may contain adult language and material that is not suitable for listeners under 18. This is a stream of consciousness podcast that delves into an eclectic mix of topics. Audience discretion is advised. are listening to episode 138 of Honest, Open, and Vulnerable. My name is Scarlett. I am Matthew. And I am Ryan. Uh, we definitely encourage uh, feedback and uh, participate in the show. easy way to do that is post a comment on our website, hovpodcast.net. You can also like us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash honest.open.vulnerable. And you can follow me on Instagram at Colonel underscore Tux. That's K-E-R-N-E-L underscore T-U-X. And you can find us on Instagram at HOV Podcast. You can find my blog at inscarletstorm.wordpress.com. And you can find me on Instagram at the Fuchsia Lady. That's T-H-E-F-U-C-H-I-A-L-A-D-Y. And you can also reach us via email. Send us one at hovpodcast at gmail.com. You can leave a voicemail for us as well at 231-846-8420. And you can find me on Instagram at Matthew Scribbles. And we are coming to you once again from Mayhem Studios. Studios. So, yeah, do we li- need to li- break up li- Phil Collins li- again? <laughs> living, up, living up to the name. <laughs> Apparently, we're on the road to nowhere. <laughs> or is that we've, been on the, we've been on the road <laughs> or, or, to nowhere. Or is that, or is that someone else? <laughs> I, I'm th- I think that was Black Sabbath. Oh, well, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Shows what I know. <laughs> So anyway, we like to start uh, every uh, show with our uh, moment of squee. Uh, so uh, what what do you have, uh, Scarlett? Um, probably my biggest moment of squee was hearing my brother's voice after he'd been on life support and nice. a whole bunch of other stuff. And he gets to go home on Monday. That's that's great news. So he's gonna he's gonna have physical therapy for a while, and he still has has dialysis for a while. But um, at least he gets to go home and recover there. So that's great. That was probably my biggest moment of squee was hearing his voice. I don't think I've ever been so excited to hear anybody on the phone as hearing my brother you have to understand my brother and i my brother doesn't call me i call him and for him to call me was a big deal so but and the first thing he said is i'm back from the dead (laughs) and he said but that was his first day that he after being in the hospital for a month uh that was the first day that he um was aware of his surroundings wow and he thought to call me. So I thought that was, I don't take that lightly. And I even pointed that out to him. And I said, I know, it's a weird curse. 
my dad's side of the family never kept, we just don't keep in touch with each other. So, but I was really, really happy to hear his voice. Because he'd been on a ventilator for a couple of weeks. He couldn't breathe on his own. So, um, I was really happy to, he called me and I was really happy about that. So anyway, that's it. What about you, Matthew? Well, mine kind of sucks now because it's not nearly as heartwarming <laughs> as that. But <laughs> uh, uh, for for those of you that are a fan of uh, streaming services uh, out there, uh, the uh, there is a uh, there is a channel out there on uh, for for those of you who uh, have a Roku device. I, mean, I don't know if it's on like Apple TV or. It, like the fire stick or any of those, but I, because I don't use those particular devices. Uh, but there is a, a channel out there called Pluto TV and Pluto TV is kind of like its own little bundle. It's a free, it's a free service. So you don't have to sign up for anything. You don't have to give them any personal information. None of that. Uh, it, it's a free channel that you would download to your, your Roku device, your Roku stick, uh, box, whatever you want to call it. And uh, on Pluto TV, they have a whole host of different uh, varieties of programming. There's music channels, there's uh, gaming channels, there's news channels, there uh, there's movie channels. There's a whole bunch of stuff there. But I was going through their catalog a little over a week ago, and I happened to... Uh, as I was going through it, because I was just trying to find the channel that I was uh, trying to get back to, or I, I forget what I was, what I was, where I was serving. So as I'm blowing through the catalog, I see something that catches my eye, and I'm like, "Wait a minute, let's go back a bit," and I see the Doctor Who logo, the classic, ooh, no, oh. Doctor Who logo. Wait, hello. What have we here? <laughs> so the channel is Doctor Who Classic. Nice. On Pluto TV. And it's, of course, in the name. So they show a wide variety of different classic Doctor Who uh, story arcs. And I've in the, little, in the little exposure that I've had to this channel since I discovered it, I've seen some uh, good John Pertwee. I've seen uh, some Sylvester McCoy, some of, of uh, Peter Davison. A really good uh, uh, entry with uh, uh, Colin Baker, the the uh, the Mark of the Ronnie. So Ooh, nice. That was a really good episode, and of course, I would be absolutely remiss if I did not mention, of course, my favorite Doctor, <laughs> Tom Baker. In, in this whole uh, d- discovery of this channel. So uh, I'm absolutely going to keep watching because my uh, knowledge of old school, old school Doctor Who, try saying that three times fast. That, that, that. Well done. <laughs> I like this. Uh, you know, it, it, can, it can use a lot of polish. So getting to see what, you know, the mythos was before the reboot back in 05, and how the story, the the characters were treated, and the of course we we make fun of the you know the guy in the rubber suit or the gal in the rubber suit, and 
the the cheesy you know music and the sound effects and but that's part of the that, charm well the, and also that's the tech that they had yeah absolutely you know? i mean it's a it's it, it's not um it's it's more a sign i mean if you look at anything that was produced at you know at at you know any kind of budgetary le- level i mean you don't you 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 can't get much higher actually <laughs> right mm-hmm. because it's what you have available is what's within your budget and it's what you know is workable in terms of your tech at that moment in time mm-hmm. it's like looking back at the uh, the 05 CGI for the reboot of Doctor Who and you can tell it, it's oh, still yeah yeah i mean it's it's dated by today's standards but it's what they had it's what they used and well, by and large, it you know did the trick, but that didn't stop them from putting somebody in the rubber suit when they had to. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and there were some you know very bad episodes of people in rubber suits during classic Who, and now the the reboot. So well, yeah, I mean the spe- the spe- special effects do- does not an episode make. That's you right. Know? You can have a bad episode with really great special effects just as easily as you can have a great episode with crappy special effects. Right. Right. And we can probably spend a lot of time just on that subject uh, alone. Mm-hmm. That's a really good idea. So, <laughs> where do we start? Yeah. <laughs> so, we're not actually going to do that, are we? <laughs> well, I don't know. <laughs> it may it may turn into that, but um, but just to kind of play, um, I I also I I also use a Roku device, and I'm familiar with uh, Pluto T- TV. And granted, this is not a paid <laughs> advertisement of Pluto TV. <laughs> wink, wink, so, nudge, nudge. Yeah, or for those watching anyway. on the uh, on the yeah. on the video, finger gun. <laughs> so it but uh i'm you know from familiar enough with what they, they do have like a video on demand aspect to it and i discovered the entire series of uh what um uh, uh layover but uh but who, who's that uh that um travel cook guy that just um Bourdain? And Anthony, Anthony Bourdain, Bourdain, yeah, mm-hmm. and where where he's like, okay, you you're in, in a layover that's like, say twenty twenty four to thirty hours, mm-hmm. so where and and you're looking for you know you're looking for good grub. This is where this this is where you go, and he did like New York City, obviously, and Singapore and Hong Kong and all these major things, and they have the whole the whole series on 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 demand and Pluto. Pluto TV, and now I have a brand a, a brand new addiction. So if nobody hears from hears from me for quite a while, you know what I'm doing. He's at home. He's fine. So. <laughs> yes, I'm home. I watch. I'm just watching classic Doctor Who for and and and. <laughs> yeah, and and they don't show the you know the episodes in you know like chronological order from uh, you know the earliest Doctors to the end of the you know the Sylvester McCoy era. They jump around so. They'll they'll and they'll feature certain alien races like the Silurians or the uh, the Ice Warriors. And so they kind of they, they switch it up a bit and keep it keep keep the programming at least a a little uh, unpredictable, I guess. Well, and also you really 
couldn't do it chrono chronologically because um, especially uh, because in like the first three doctors their um, their archiving processes weren't exactly uh, stellar <laughs> yeah um, there there are there there stuff a, is gone yeah there's a shit it's, shit ton of mm -hmm. episodes that we'll never be, see ever yeah again. because they they're either taped taped over or used in other projects and they're and and some and some have floated to the surface from ver various public uh, public television stations glo globally, and there there have been e even some a animated kind of reconstructions that that uh, are interesting. But yeah, you wouldn't be able to do it chronologically, unfortunately. Unfortunately, no, unless they decide to uh, you know make use of David Bradley while he's still alive to uh, reshoot <laughs> all of his uh, story arc from uh, the first Doctor's. Uh, you know, you know, seasons. So they for some of those they have audio only, mm -hmm. and then like um, you'll see it like on YouTube, but you'll see it with uh, the audio playing with animation from fans, or or they'll do like still mm -hmm. shots uh, from um, mm -hmm. that yeah the, the actual like maybe a camera crew that may have been there like doing a behind the scenes featurette or something like that. If those were common, I don't know how common they would have been in the, you know, the sixties, maybe just like a publicity mm -hmm. photo. Yeah. <clears throat> that they, uh, you know, have as the still and then they read and maybe they do something else. For, yeah. Yeah. So yeah, now now that's now that now that's my uh, moment of squeak. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm not going to. There's nothing that says it can't be shared. Yeah, that's fair, what we're doing, right? Fair enough. Fair enough. But uh, my uh, moment of so um, as I've been, you know, head head down lear learning to learning software dev development for like the past three months now, and uh, I've. Kind of let myself go in some in some ways um, as far as far as uh, ec exercise and and diet and you know a few and a few other other things, and I re I was listening to uh, an episode of the Complete Developer podcast, and they uh, cut their they have very ever evergreen uh, con content. And each what is evergreen? Uh, mean? I mean, it's not it's not topical. Well, it's not um, it, it's it it's not like an um, like here's the news of the past week kind, okay. kind of kind of thing. So it's not something to where if you listen to it like six months down down the line, uh, that you know a good portion of it won't be relevant anymore. So it, it's very, it's very much something where I can go back to old, old episodes and revisit and still get, get, you know, it's still, and it still resonates and it's still re relevant in some, in some way. So, and, uh, they cover like big picture to topics like the, uh, like the, uh, like, Effect, effects of journaling. I, I think I'm not. That's not the exact uh, uh, wording of it. But uh, they talk talk into journey, like you know, just writing a personal diary, and how and how that can uh, can it, you know Im improve your 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 life. And and they they've they've also brought brought in some uh, 
they, they've had a few uh, in, interview ep- episodes where one talks was uh, was it uh, like overcoming social aw- awkwardness, and one one would they they talk they talked about uh, do. Uh, doing you know pra- practice in interviews and you know here here are signs uh, signs of burnout here here are signs uh, that uh, that it's time to quit when they're you know the company's making like if there's been a merger and cer- certain people have been let go and manage management it could indicate you know certain you know that you know you may be next next in line so look look for work elsewhere so you're still kind of at, at you you still have the power kind hmm. kind of things so if i work for company x <laughs> and company x decides that they want to well we'll say uh downsize mm-hmm. but not actually explicitly state downsize but maybe reorganize yeah yeah its workforce by a certain percentage that might be something that they would discuss about if it, if this if this is right, the uh, right. the uh if, if if these are the uh, the things that your uh, your organization is discussing and these are the uh, the bullet points or the language that that they're using to uh, get the buy in Pay attention. Mm-hmm. That sort of deal. Yeah, yeah. Okay. In the in that specific ep- episode, and so I was recently listening. They they were talking about uh, kaizen, which uh, comes from Japan, and modern uh, Western civilization has uh, decided that it that it means uh, continuous improvement. Although um, I I think you may you, uh, you who studied Japanese may take issue with that. Um, <laughs> I, I am familiar with Kaizen events from my pre, my previous work history. So when we've talked about this in pre, you know in, in pre-show and you said the word Kaizen, I was like, wait, what is this? Where are you going? And you you know and we had the conversation like, okay, I, I and my experiences with Kaizen are you know everybody's going to have a different experience. So far be it for me to say that. Kaizen is this when it could mean so much more to somebody else. So if Kaizen is something that works for you, congratulations, way to go. Kaizen does not work for me personally. That is my personal opinion. And maybe I just need to either find something else that is workable for me. And I don't mean to, you know, co-opt your story here. <laughs> no, yeah, no, it's Because fine. it's, you know, it's not, it, it's not all about me. It's not all about me. But, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I knew one of us was going to say it. <laughs> All right. I welcome your emails. <laughs> Matthew, so, Matthew Scribbles at example.com. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I am on social media, folks. <laughs> Scroll back to the first two minutes and you'll find me. <laughs> then come back to this. So, uh, so again, that's just my personal opinion on Kaizen events and my experiences. But for Kaizen, for you, what did it mean for you? Well, uh, in my uh, in my research, Kaizen uh, tra- translates actually to improvement. And my whole point was, oh, oh, Western civilizations decide to, you know, kind of throw in their own, you know, throw in their own pizzazz and say, oh, it's continuous improvement. It's like. 
Anyway, so it's uh, they're referring to the process put out that the Japanese companies started in the late in the late forties after World War II in their in their industry, which is why they were kicking our ass in with the electronics in seventies and eighties, um, mm-hmm. and uh, they they talked specifically about the pro- the process. Uh, Put out by Toyota, which is the one that, when if Western companies decide to embr- embrace this, that that's the one they use. So that's you know, <laughs> and what it's O P D C A, uh, observe, plan, do, check, adjust. So I w- I've gone through uh, you know the whole li- list of you know I put it in observe just to say uh, yeah these are the these are the areas of improvement and then you know you plan plan out some something sim- something simple that in, even if it only improves at one percent put you know that that's that's valid and it has to be measurable so it's not it has to be something objective that you can get actual hard hard num- hard numbers with so it's so it's essentially the scientific method in a in an industrial context, essentially where okay we we have a theory that doing these small uh, behavioral changes will result in improving the in, in improving these uh, the, these numbers or the these uh, these measuring points, and then you you Im- implement it and you know re- and get feedback feedback on it and okay we did we did these these things we got this this output from it what you know what can we adjust on this move, moving forward and so i decided to use that to uh and start uh start changing these uh these less than healthy uh behaviors that i've <laughs> that i've uh, been participating in the pa- in the past couple months and i'm on- i'm only adding one new a- activity per week <laughs> um, i i think a big reason why uh new year's resolutions far uh but by and large, uh, don't work because <laughs> everybody just piles on all this, all this, all this stuff. It's like, oh, I, I need, I need to lose twenty pounds, and I need to do, I need to do this, and I need to, you know, I need to do. Burr, 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 burr. It's like, no, start with one. <laughs> start with something small, <laughs> you know, and 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 slow and slowly build up. So, so, so yeah, that's uh, that. That was uh, that. That was my moment of you know moment of squee you know it was the you know the 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 best of what i had available (laughs) well that's good every you know the the first step for anything new is always the hardest one Mm -hmm. so to take stock of that and to make the effort to improve the things you feel you need to improve i mean that that's farther than some people you know even get they'll they'll talk about it and they'll maybe try to uh, plan for it, whatever that planning stage looks like. But actually acting on it is the key. So, you know, kudos to you for 
recognizing it and not just talking about it, but actually doing something about it. Yeah, I, I started it uh, just this past this past week where instead of after I got, came home from studying, I would listen to an episode of the Complete Developer Podcast uh, just so I have that daily uh, that that daily routine of always kind of making sure that I step back for even just a little bit. Because I mean, each episode is usually fifty to sixty minutes long, so I mean, you know, st- uh, step step back and just and kind of make sure that I'm putting what I'm what I'm learning into kind of more of a big uh, big picture con- context, and I've. Uh, I've been uh, I've been doing it in you know in in the house, and before uh, uh, in the the first uh, co-working space that I was uh, I was studying at uh, downtown, I was I was walking at at least six seven miles a day just 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 for the commute, and and with. You know, I talked about the un- unreliable internet, so I'm not going to touch on that again. And uh, so now that I'm at a new space that's closer, I'm I'm wa- I've been walking like maybe two. So in- instead of listening to the uh, po- podcast um, at at home, I you know I ha- have it on my iPad Nano, and I, I go out wa- walk to. Uh, local park and do as you know as however however many laps until that episode's over and then walk and then walk back and as a result i now i've been walking seven to eight miles that's good so it's very good so yeah that was my moment of squee <laughs> i'd say that's absolutely so, worth it yeah. for sure but but yeah now now i have a brand, brand new um a brand, a brand new thing thing to watch on on, on Pluto uh, TV. Um, I I know on uh, we we talked about that they carry a channel that you know when we talked about the uh, the whole uh, Norway train mm-hmm. th- thing they they carry the slow the slow uh, the slow t- TV channel on on Pluto TV. So you know there's yeah. But anyway. Oh weird obsession of mine <laughs> which that, that that's totally out of character yeah <laughs> it is i don't know what y'all are thinking but next thing you know you're gonna say that there's some big floating box above our heads yeah <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't I don't know what you're talking about. I just I just see it right right. <laughs> Any, anyway, <laughs> it's summer summer, folks. We're <laughs> it's too, it, we're a little light on material today. Uh. <laughs> uh, yeah, as, as I as I said, I've been I've been uh, you know deep, I've been head head down and learn and learning to code. So I've uh, right now we're I'm. Learning uh, uh, Sinatra web fr- framework, which uh, it's 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 lightweight. You use it for like small like pro- small projects. It's not um, if you're 
if you're if you're start if you're doing like a startup, it's not something you use if you want to scale to to a to a large audience. It's definitely for pet project stuff. So um, we're next next week is uh, sort of our next our second uh, project. So um, I, I I've been yeah these um, I've been dealing I've been dealing with some light uh, vertigo mostly because I was being stupid about um getting crazy with energy drinks and getting all dehydrated so yeah that that's on the <laughs> that's on the list that i talk, talked about before <laughs> so um so I'm, I'm a little little bit behind but you know we're not contractually obligated to get everything done by <laughs> by the end of the week but uh you know it would you know it is smart to you know keep up but i'm not gonna you know i'm I'm not going to run run myself ragged to make sure that I'm at at a hunt, you know, I got everything completed by the end of the week. <laughs> right. So, anyway. <laughs> so what's been going on with you, Scarlett? <laughs> Are you looking at me? Um Do you see the box too? Yes, I do. It's right. <laughs> right there. Um <laughs> The imaginary box? Yeah, I see the imaginary box. Um, I don't know. I've just been working a lot, and I feel like that my creativity has been a little bit strangled, so I'm trying to figure out how to tap into that. Does it need a safe word? Does it need a safe word? Uh, (laughs) Ouch is not a safe word. (laughs) Neither is stop. Yeah, this this took a weird turn. All anyway. this, I, I don't. Uh, I, Moving on. I, I would say sorry. I would say stop is a perfectly reasonable safe word. Absolutely, for sure. I think you gotta have something a little more dramatic. Well, stop. Well, I guess I, I don't know. Stop, stop is pretty. Uh, stop is pretty it, dramatic. It, I d- guess. Depend. D- d- you know, depends on your on your use case, I suppose, and who the parties are. You know. Depend, you know, depending on if you're in like a certain role playing situation where you have to stoppeth thy, <laughs> stoppeth thy, like thy swattiness of Shakespearean <laughs> role play. <laughs> Shakespearean BDSM. Oh, there you go. Boy. <laughs> Wow. Okay, hey, there, what hey, I was going to say just title. went. <laughs> My gorge is rising. <laughs> Putting that degree to use. I just would want. I would want a strong <laughs> word so that there's no room for error. So if I scream rhinoceros, you know what I mean. So that's I'm a lot saying, of syllables for a safe yeah. word. <laughs> I, I would. I just don't I would want say any accident. One, maybe two. <laughs> I don't want any accident because I know that maybe you say stop, but that's not really what you mean. Because girls talk in code. We do. So I just don't want any misinterpretations if I'm in a situation like that. I want a word that if you know comes out of my mouth, no room for error, that means stop. Where stop can be misinterpreted. Yeah. (laughs) Depending on tone of voice and inflection and you know so there's yeah. a lot of variables to take into consideration at least if it was rhinoceros you would know that couldn't accidentally come out of somebody's mouth yeah but if you're in the moment are you gonna you know or 
you know, I, I, as I said, you want to. My my thought is you'd want to try and limit limit the amount of syllables you'd have to say, <laughs> like either one or two. I'm not I'm not normal either. So anyway, I'm not the average person. Well, yeah, but, but I also I, am not into BDSM. Let's get that straight right now. That's well, and so, you, I, I also know that you struggle with multisyllabic words. <laughs> Yes. At times. Okay, okay. <laughs> I would not do BDSM for a couple of reasons. Well, well okay, fair not enough. My, not my gig, and, I am, and I'm a control freak, so I am not going to be the submissive, let's put it that way. Just saying. Is ouch, is ouch a safe word, yes or no? Email us at awpodcast at gmail.com. Or post in the comments below. <laughs> <laughs> Wow, moving on. I did say that we we were a little short on material. How did we even? So, anyway. so, I don't know. So um, I don't know what's happening here. Oh. <laughs> yeah. There, there, there is no good segue here. So, um, uh, yeah, it, it's a it's crap with confetti, folks. I'm sorry. <laughs> You know what else the internet loves? The internet loves cats. <laughs> BDSM and cats. Maybe not at the same time. Or maybe it is at the same time. Oh, no, I'm, sure, or I'm, sure, I'm sure if you look up feline BDSM on, on, you know, you'll, or, you know, cats, BDSM, you'll, you'll find something. Reddit Alrighty. probably has something. Alrighty. Never, never go to Reddit. Never go to Reddit. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. I avoid that place. <laughs> Alrighty then. So, the internet loves apparently a lot of things with that have four letters. Cats have four letters. So, I yeah. What pray tell <laughs> involving cats is interesting right now? Someone. Tell that us. was a horrible segue, <laughs> but I believe that you are alluding to the fact that um, in D.C. I was reading this article. It was in People magazine um, that uh, it wasn't in Cats magazine. No, I don't <laughs> read Cats magazine. I am not a crazy cat lady yet. Yes, she said yet. <laughs> uh, yeah. Anyway. Um, so anyway, in D.C., they were uh, they had a lot of feral cats, and they normally, if a cat doesn't like to be confined or doesn't get along with people or other cats, they'll euthanize it because they can't adapt it out. In D.C., what they're doing is they are um, businesses are agreeing to feed and water work cats. How do you water a cat? Cats water. hate water. <laughs> Provide water for. <laughs> like in the spray bottle? <laughs> yeah. No. Feed and water your cats, folks. <laughs> you know, or, you know. Help or, control or, the pet or, population. Or, or, garden, or garden hose. I don't know. <laughs> okay. Let's, let's back up and get more specific about this. Okay. Okay. They, so. <laughs> okay. Sorry. No, that, that was the. Sound of the truck backing up. I know, and you backed up your cat anyway. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. I'm sorry. And we, I'm we don't condone the, people backing up I'm still cats. on the. Okay, anyway. 
Anyway, what they're doing um, instead of watering them, they get businesses to agree to provide to water food them? and water for these feral cats. And they get them spayed and neutered, and they also chip them, and then they give them a blue collar. So what's the significance for the blue collar? Because they're working animals. They're going to go to these businesses and mouse. Okay. Or mouser. They are yeah. mousers. Yeah. Mousers. Okay. And the but they're not like typical pets because they don't get along with people or other animals. So that's um So how long has this been kind of been going on? It's been going on for a while, a couple of years, I think. But um it's just really becoming a a thing, a recognized thing huh. that they're doing. So do the and this is going to sound like I'm making a joke, but uh, do these cats have like an organized like who who's responsible for them? Is it is it do they have well, like a labor force or <laughs> does that, no? It's serious. It, no, is, no, do, no. From what I can tell, what that is is that they are they get sponsors, okay. so people that are going to sponsor them and make sure and provide food and water for them. So is getting sponsors like herding cats? Oh. <laughs> oh. Bad Ryan. Bad Ryan. Someone was going to bring it up. Oh. <laughs> anyway. No, the people, the people that like, like there's a, there was like a garden shop and they sponsored one of these cats and they kept the mice out of the grain and stuff. So, that kind of thing. And let them run wild on the property. Did they get into the catnip? If there was any, yes. I'm sure <laughs> they did. Oh, boy. What? Catnip's a plant, isn't it? <laughs> yes. Technically. So it is a garden shop. I don't know who would be growing. I don't know. I don't know who would be growing catnip, but I I wouldn't suspect. I don't suspect that it's illegal to buy you know catnip sprouts or seeds. <laughs> as far as we know, <laughs> I don't know. I've never owned a cat. <laughs> I've never had a need to purchase seeds. <laughs> yeah, catnip is that another strain of cannabis? No, I was talking about actual catnip. I know that. <laughs> but I don't, you know, maybe. That's I not don't what know. it sounds like. Just saying. I knew that, but it's a, yeah, anyway. <laughs> HOV podcast at gmail.com. <laughs> <laughs> make, sh- make, sh- make sure you uh, like that smash button or something. Smash or... that. I don't, uh, uh, anyway. I don't know. Like is that there, smash button. Is there it's a just smash, I want to go on it's so just I some, can push that, the that's smash just, button. Well, that's just something that I've heard other you know, people on YouTube. Something about smash and like, I don't know. Hmm. All right. That's like a program called Baby Smash. And what you do is you put it on their computer so that you can let your toddler bang on the keyboard and it won't, it won't mess up your work. So it's a program called Baby, oh, okay. Sma- baby okay. Smash. And yes, it sounds like that you're going to smash the babies. But <laughs> no, the, the baby. baby. The baby is bouncing on the... Yeah, anyway. 
they needed an actual program for that, why not just like get an old keyboard and let the kid just play with it? Well, if it's hooked up, though, you know how you know how kids are. You take your eyes off of them for. Yeah, I was that. Seconds. I was that kid yeah. that was banging on 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 keyboards. I'm still that kid that bangs on keyboards. I, I just I just flashed to this short short vi- short video of uh, of a guy sitting in front in front of an older computer with a big C- CRT monitor and he's type. <laughs> who takes the keyboard and slam, slams the monitor to, off the desk. <laughs> What's up with Johnson and Sales? <laughs> he seems a little unplugged. So does his computer. Company don't, X, don't, don't, solutions don't, don't, for you. Don't you mean, don't you mean Gil? <laughs> we don't talk about Gil anymore. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm pretty sure the sa- salesman that just couldn't quite cut it on the Simpsons yes. was named Gil. Okay, yes. okay. <laughs> I'm just like, wait, I got that right, did I? <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, you did. Okay, well, I can keep my nerd card. <laughs> yeah, don't kaizen that. <laughs> So that that's that's uh, that's good that they're actually well, for lack of a better term, uh, repurposing these cats instead of just letting them, you know, uh, roam around and they can actually provide you know mm-hmm. some form of vermin control. I mean, let's call it what it is, mm-hmm. and that in some ways may uh, help the businesses out in their own you know on their financial ledger somewhere. I don't know where that it would be, but it, it, it is a it is a service. Granted, a uh, an innovative out of the you know outside the box kind of kind of service, but it's good that you know the, that that you know these cats have a at least a better quality of life mm-hmm. than yeah. just uh, being stuck out on the on the street, essentially doing almost the same thing. But they're 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 being you know they're 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 fed and they're. Um, um, Watered? Yes. <laughs> Smart Alec. Okay. Because you have to water your cat properly in oh. order for it to... Uh, I'm going to water die. the two of you. I'm going to get... Where is my squirt bottle? So at at, at, <laughs> at some point, are these uh, cats going to take care of those rats in Congress? Oh, <laughs> I wish somebody would. Anyway. Huh. <laughs> It could be a pilot I'm just, project. I'm just putting. I'm just putting it out there. <laughs> it could be a pilot project. You never know. If it's a, it's a good idea when somebody else steals it. So, <laughs> hey, the highest form of flatter, flattery is uh, rep, is uh, duplication <laughs> or uh, replication. Rep, what a duplication, replication. What you know, whatever. <laughs> to, tomato, tomato. Is duplication the same as <laughs> replication? <laughs> Post, in the, podcast post and... in the comments below. <laughs> Who's Tim Mato? Let's <laughs> be facetious, all right? Don't, don't. Again, I am no stand-up comedian, so I don't know if he's actually land. <laughs> Remember, folks, he, d- he doesn't see the big black box. <laughs> the imaginary big black box that's floating above our heads right now. Somewhere. So what, what are you, what are you guys area. on and why, why aren't you sharing? Would you like to know? <laughs> yeah, that's why I asked. 
<laughs> I'm high on life. Life is good. So anyway, I, I think we've uh, de- wow. De- life is good enough. <laughs> I, 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 is I had... life good enough? HLV podcast. <laughs> I know we don't have it on our little topic. On our outline? Outline thingy that we don't follow half the time anyway. Um, <laughs> I was just going to mention that um, they have these new calendars and they're called I Adulted Today. Hmm. And it's stuff like, hey, I got out of bed today. I got dressed. I took a shower. I So just those little things, those little victories... For somebody who has a either a mental or a physical disability, mm. that um, or, f- or for anybody really, it's just kind of that little, you know. Instead of focusing on a, what uh, you can't do, it helps reinforce you be, what you can do. Yeah, and it also helps you be grateful for those little moments. Yeah. So I just thought that was really cool, and so they were just coming out with. Um, Barnes and Noble, um, you can get them at Barnes and Noble starting in June, and I know that June's almost over, but it's still you know starting. So, <laughs> but it's the I adulted calendar. I just thought that was kind of hmm. a cool idea. Yeah. So yeah, we all we all need the uh, the little victories. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Whether it's you know something that is can that can be so difficult for some is you know getting out of bed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was, as, um, after listening to that, uh, podcast episode about, uh, Kaizen, I would, I, of course, went to, went to YouTube, looked for, you know, Ka- you know, stuff on Kaizen. And I saw, I watched a 45 minute, uh, for, 45 minute talk, talk by, um, I, I can't remember his name, but it's, um, according to the t- title, he's a doctor. But, um, <laughs> Are you but sure this any, wasn't on a Roku Some doctor, channel? okay. <laughs> but anyway, um, one and he's he. One thing he mentioned is that a lot of s- small imp- small changes actually do actually do more change actually change more change more things than big than big changes. And he talked he talked about a uh, a uh, uh, a. A marketing study in which they took they took a neighborhood you know and sit, and split it in half, and one one uh, neighbor on one one side they asked hey do, do you mind if we you know put do this you know blah blah, blah. it's a small there was a small thing of like supporting a candidate or something, and then and it's just you know like. Put like put a like a bumper sticker on your car or something like that, and they they didn't do that with the other side. And then you know, like then like two months two months later they or or a month later or however much later I forgot, <laughs> but then they went then on both sides they s- said would would you uh, and and so you know. Uh, they they got like fifty percent um, participation or something, and then on both sides, would would it be okay if we put a billboard uh, supporting the this candidate in in your yard? And like I, I think it was like thirteen percent of the of the 
of, of the half of the neighborhood that they didn't do anything with said yes, but 60% of the, of the other one said yes, because the, the first time they approached him, it was just a small thing. And then, and so pe- people are more will, more willing to do small, uh, small changes than, than, than big, big ones. It feels less weird. And it goes back to what we were talking about earlier about Kaizen and that's that the buy-in has to be there. Mm-hmm. And one, one thing that he mentioned that I, that I took that, uh, really interesting is that our, our minds do not work like, like a computer. Sometimes we wish they, they would, but, um, if I, like right, right now, if I, uh, told this, uh, lap, laptop to start running a nuclear, nuclear reactor, it it would it would return an error like uh, an error of some kind is like no uh, a form of no can do, and it, and it moves on. But our brains are different in that they have to they have to answer any question that's put to it. So if um like like let let's say I um every 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 time that uh that you know we step in to record I ask Matthew what 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 was the color of the car that you parked to yes parked next to yesterday and you probably you, you, you probably, I wouldn't have a I wouldn't have a single clue because the positions of the cars change almost daily right but then you come come back come back and the next time I ask again what's what's uh what what's uh, what what was the color of the car you parked next to yesterday and you're just, and then you come you, know, you come back again you on your way it's like you know what I better think of what what's the, what was the color of the car I parked next to yesterday was because he's gonna ask me so any any time that our, we ask our brain a question it has to create space there because it recognizes okay it's there's uh there's you know data being asked of me i gotta you know i have to produce an answer here and and he segued that into all of the self-talk that we do do to Mm -hmm. ourselves it's like why can't you know why can't i get this job and then you know your you know your brain comes up with well you know when you thir- when you were thirteen you treated this per- person like that and then when you were when you're fifteen and you snuck out of the house and you know so he, uh, so yeah that that was kind of in- interesting that e- even even if if it's something so it's if it's a really absurd question that when your brain is present, presented with it, it automatically creates store, storage and, 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 and memory space to find an answer to it. it it's, it's essentially like a scientific way of, of saying something is thought-provoking because mm-hmm. that's what we do. When we come up with a question that either we don't know an answer to or something that can be uh, up for debate, and we've done this on this show several times, uh, so... When we do that, we have to, you know, give that, create that space, if you will, for, and especially on this show, when you have multiple voices with multiple viewpoints. So, yeah, that's, that's, that's really interesting. So, I mean, just something to think, think about as we're kind of going, going throughout our day, what questions we're at, we're asking our brain to create storage and memory space for. And how can we better utilize that storage space instead of like ask, asking it 
maybe something that you've already asked that question to and you're not satisfied with the answer because people, myself included, ask the same question hoping to find that little light bulb that now I understand the answer to that question even though I've been struggling with that question for who knows how long. For who knows how long. And, and, and also you have to think about the framing of the question. Like, for instance, oh, why didn't I get that job? Or versus what can I do uh, and bet better for the next interview? Right. Yeah. You it, know? Yeah, perspective is, is very, very key. So how you ask the question is just as important as asking the question itself. So and, anyway. if, if for those of you watching this episode... And listening to this episode, made it to this point in the show. Thank you. <laughs> First of all. Yes, thank you. And we actually had something relevant and thought-provoking to actually discuss. And instead of asking, you know, crazy questions about whether, you know, you do you or do you not water your cats? <laughs> HOBpodcast at gmail.com. <laughs> So, anyway, another show title. Anyway, I, th- <laughs> I, I think I think we've devolved enough in this one. <laughs> so hopefully, next episode will be more put together, <laughs> more watered, or <laughs> more watered and fed. Water, Where water is my fed. squirt gun? Where's my water bottle? I'll, it's about to happen. I'm, I'm not going to have a blue collar, but I may wear a shirt that has a blue collar. <laughs> So anyway, <laughs> wow. So, so yes, uh, as, as I said before, uh, we do thank you for watching or listening, and we do appreciate any feedback. And please comment using the channel using uh, channels found on hvpodcast.net. And please check out our YouTube channel at bit.ly/hvpodcast underscore YouTube, all lowercase. And if you want to stay up to date, please subscribe to us on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, or TuneIn. Okay, so yeah, we got a we have a number of titles here. <laughs> so we got. I'm actually surprised we have a, a, a decent list on this one today. Yeah, no sometimes kidding. Sometimes it's sometimes it's, we kind of have to, you know, scratch around a little bit, but it looks like we kind of had a few, especially towards the end there. Yeah, no kidding. Uh, first one, Shakespearean BDSM. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> no room for error. She said yet. Keep my nerd card. Don't kaizen that. Do you water your cats? You know what? <laughs> I, it's a toss-up for me between the Shakespearean BDSM and Do You Water Your Cats? Because those are just so bizarro out there that if someone were to click on that... <laughs> it's like, wait, Shakespearean BDSM? <laughs> you're going to get a certain segment of the population. <laughs> yeah. If you select on the other one about watering your cats, you know you're going to get the cat fans. <laughs> and there's a lot of them. And that's a lot of clicks. And a lot of other fun stuff for our, our numbers. So, uh, but I still want to find out whether people think ouch is a safe word or not. So. <laughs> <laughs>
What are you, what are your thoughts, Scarlett? <laughs> oh, ow. Um, is that a safe word too? <laughs> um, that, that, um, that's fewer um, letters. Um, yeah, um, yeah. Um, it's, um, it, it's, um, it's one syllable. Um, yeah. Uh, no. <laughs> um, I kind of like the Shakespearean BDSM. I'm going to go with Water Your Cats, so I guess you're the tiebreaker. Okay. All right. Well, you'll see what we end up naming it. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. Stay tuned. <laughs>